return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. And uh, she's got a great word for us. Let's welcome her all right as she comes to share. Well, I've been uh, thinking about a phrase actually for years from a psalm, and it says, the skies are preaching. And anybody who's been out in nature, don't you know that the Bible says that people look up and they see the skies and they know there's a God. So the skies are preaching, and that's the name of my message tonight. And Psalm 19 says that the heavens are telling the glory of God. It's such a powerful thing. They are a marvelous display of his craftsmanship. Now, this says one time some years ago, I put this to a melody, and um, I'm still working on getting that completed. But it says, day and night, they, what's they? The skies, the stars, the firmament, keep telling about God. It says, without a sound or a word, silent in the skies, their message reaches out to all the world. Thank you, Lord. The sun lives in the heavens where God placed it. It moves across the sky. How many are glad when morning comes, the sun rises? It says the sun moves across the sky as radiant as a bridegroom going to a wedding or as a joyous athlete looking forward to a race. That's an amazing thing. And it says the sun crosses the heavens from the end to end and nothing can hide from its heat. So uh, that's part of what's on my mind tonight is the greatness of God and that no matter what we're facing, no matter what you are facing tonight, God is greater. And when we look at the firmaments and we look at the word and we see his attributes and things that are spoken about him, whatever, whatever we've been facing, all of a sudden it's going to become smaller and smaller and our focus is his greatness. So will you pray with me tonight? We all want something, God to do something significant in our lives tonight. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you in the name of Jesus that you are a great God and that even the skies are preaching about your power, about your goodness, about your greatness. You are fathomless. Your ways are unsearchable. And yet, You have time for us. You care about us. Your eye is upon us. And Lord, we thank you tonight for moving here in your power and in your greatness. You've come and you've inhabited the praises of your people. And we welcome you here tonight to do significant things in our midst, in our minds, in our spirits, in our bodies. Thank you for the supernatural occurring here this night. We pray in Jesus' name. Everyone said, amen. 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 So Romans 1.20, that's another verse I wanted to touch on. It says, since the earliest of times, men have seen the earth and the sky, all God made, 
and they have known of his existence. They have known of his eternal power, and they will have no excuse when they stand before God at Judgment Day. So thank you, Lord. God is greater than anything we're facing tonight. I tell you what, I just want to magnify his name tonight. We want to, we want to put our focus on the King of kings, the Lord of all lords. We worship the King. Amen? We say Jesus is Lord here tonight. Jesus is Lord. Another verse that I love, I was thinking about this over the weekend, is that God's arm, God has long arms and open ears. Isaiah 59 says that his hand is not short, that it cannot save. Neither is ear heavy, that he can't hear you. He's listening to you tonight. His arm is long enough that he can touch us where we need a healing. He touches us where we need to be fixed. Amen? He's great enough to fix us. He's close enough to touch us. And he's kind enough to listen. So God has very long arms. And very open ears. He's paying attention to you tonight. He's, he hears the cry of your heart. He knows everything that you've requested of him. And he knows what you're, you're petitioning. Job 8, 5, 8, I find the best verses in Job, which is always a surprise to me. <laughs> and, but Job 5 and verse 8 and 9, the greatness of God. Job talks about how unsearchable God's ways are, how marvelous he is. Come on. How limitless God is. And this says, this is what we're doing. I would seek unto God, and unto God would I commit my cause. What what are you committing to the Lord tonight? Let's commit it to God. And verse 9 will give us a beautiful ending there. It says, he does great things, let's say it. Say it together, which does great things and marvelous without number. I won't tell you tonight, you serve a great God. Thank you, Lord. We couldn't even begin to count up all the things that God has done and will do. And I want to save several minutes tonight for uh, a video that will, I don't know, it's just affected my whole life since I saw it not that long ago, and uh, just about his, his greatness. So let's, look, let's go ahead and turn to Psalm 145, 1 through 7. I'm reading in the King James. And this whole chapter, this whole portion of Scripture is about the psalmist extolling the Lord and exalting the Lord. And I sat and I thought, what does that mean? What, what does it mean when the psalmist says, I will extol thee, O my God? Well, it says we're going to rave about him. We're going to rave about God. It says we're going to rhapsodize over our God. Come on. Is that right? We're going to rhapsodize over him. We're going to praise him enthusiastically. That's what extol means. Yeah. And it says it also means praise him to the skies. I love all these themes about the skies and the heavens and the firmament. It says sing praises of him. Come on. We did that tonight. Acclaim him. Amen? To extol means to exalt. It actually means to overpraise. Is that possible? (laughs) We will praise him with all of our might. It means to magnify him. Extol means to enlarge him. Extol means to esteem him. We esteem him highly. We esteem the words of his mouth more than our necessary food. 
And extol means to lift up, and there's several other words I probably have. Go into raptures over, it says. Let's do that. Let's go into raptures over our God, over our maker, over our king. And I want to just say tonight, if something has happened to you in your life and you're kind of in a downtime, it's not God. It's not God. It's just very good to separate that. That it's that we don't want to put that on God because He's flawless. He's perfect in all of His ways. He, He's pure light. He's pure love. And He also, I want to say, He's in love with you. He loves you. We we can't even comprehend it all, but He is in love with you. So let's go ahead and read these verses with that with that one word. I will extol Thee. Isn't that a beautiful word picture? My God and my King. So he's calling him my God, but he's also reverencing him as king. Yeah. Isn't he the king of kings, the yeah. Lord of all lords? Yeah. Yeah. And I will. What, what word really stands out in those two words? To me, it's will. Amen. I'm going to choose to praise you, Lord. Yeah. I will yeah. it. I choose. I make a decision tonight yeah. to bless thy name. Yeah. Once in a while, no. It says forever and Verse 2 says, every day I will bless thee. Come on, tomorrow morning, Monday morning, we're going to get up and praise the Lord. I will praise your name. There's a repetition here. I will praise your name, say it, forever and ever. Now, verse 3 says, we're getting into the greatness of our God. It says, great is the Lord. Let's say that together. Great is the Lord. And he's greatly to be praised. And again, now you're going to see tonight several times the words unsearchable, unfathomable. unfathomable. It says his greatness is, say it, it's unsearchable. Verse 4, it's a generational thing. Have you found that out? Well, we're getting into the older generation. But the generation after us and the generation and the next one and the next one, four generations down, it says that this, this act of praising the Lord is generational, and one generation shall praise thy works one to another. Isn't that what you're doing in your home? Doing that in your lives? We will declare thy mighty acts. Come on, let's break about our God. He's got mighty acts. The Bible says no good thing will he withhold to the one who walks uprightly. Verse 5 is another declaration. I will speak. What are we going to speak about? Well, the Bible says I will speak of thy glorious honor. I will speak of, say it, thy majesty. Yes, Lord, we reverence you right now, right here in this room. We will speak of your, say it, your wondrous works. The Bible says, talk with each other much about the Lord, quoting hymns and singing songs. And we want to we talk much about the Lord and his wondrous works. Verse 6 says, men shall speak of thy might and of thy, it says, terrible acts, which actually means terrific, his amazing acts. And again, the psalmist says, I will declare thy greatness. Let's keep talking about what our God can do. Let's keep talking about what our God has done. And let's build testimony upon testimony. Because the spirit of testimony, the spirit of prophecy is the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I am going to get that out. So we, as we testify, we build one upon another of, of the greatness and the doings of the Lord in answers to your prayers. I pray tonight that, as the psalmist said, that the Lord will show you a token for good, which actually means a sign of encouragement, that you will have a sign of encouragement, that you'll be encouraged tonight. 
in your God. We can't, usually we can't even pinpoint it, but it happens to me again and again where something happens and who was it? Well, Doug, when he testified today about being healed, come on, from Parkinson's disease. Okay, that's a significant thing, God, that you have done. And Doug was just sitting in a chair. This is Dave's brother, Doug, for Pastor Dave's brother that he testified this morning. But he was just sitting in a chair, and suddenly something happened. Something happened. The Spirit of the Lord is moving. Pastor Dave says, Pastor Dave tells me probably every day that the Spirit of God is moving. The Lord is moving. He's blowing with his wind. And so we will continue to pass this this knowledge and these testimonies and this praise unto our God and declare his greatness. Verse 7 says, they shall abundantly utter the memory. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's remember what the Lord has done. Let's get up out of that cave. Let's get, get up out of that bed, out of that, that uh, dark room, and let's utter the memory. Rehearse it. Uh, it says, what are we going to rehearse? Come on, say it. What kind of goodness? It's great goodness. If we can even fathom a being who, is, who has great goodness, who is perfect, who is flawless, that's your God. That's the God who's looking at you right now. That's the God who dwells in you. I think someone said that this morning. Maybe it was in the sermon. But you're a temple. Yeah, it was in the sermon. You're a temple of the Holy One of Israel. You're a temple of this goodness. You're a temple of this great God. You're a temple of this one who performs mighty deeds and mighty acts among the children of men. I'm so glad to know that the Lord is not far off. The word that God is nigh thee. It's even in thy mouth and in your heart. It's the word of faith that we speak. And we're speaking. We're talking much about the Lord. And it says that we'll sing and we'll utter the memory. And and it says also we'll sing of his righteousness. Oh, God, you're a good God. Oh, God, you're amazing. Oh, God, I might not always understand my circumstances, but I'm not going to put any shadow of turning or any darkness on your name. For you alone reign. You only know good. God is love. He is pure love. He is pure light. And he's with us tonight. Now, the psalmist in Psalm 95, he continued with some attributes. He just couldn't. He couldn't help himself. And um, he tells us, he says, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Such power in praise. Such power in the song. And it says, well, let's read it together. Let's make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. We could talk about that for a long time. But it says he's a rock. He's a firm foundation. You're not going to go slipping away or sliding away. And those waves are not going to brush you away. Or, or cause you to, to be swept away. It says, he's your rock. He's your strong one. He's your firm foundation. Then it says, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Well, we all know there's power in being thankful. Amen? You always want to remember, try as, try as much as you can to write thank you notes. I know there's some people in this room who, who are amazing at writing thank you notes. But you want to be a thankful person if someone does something for you, even if it has to be in text form. Say, thank you. Thank you. Be thankful. And I, I want this, these generations after us to learn how to write thank you notes. <laughs> it's just great, isn't it, to get a note in the mail and a thank you note. So it says, come before his presence with thanksgiving. But, you know, presence actually means come before his face. We come face to face with God. Come before his face with thanksgiving. God, I thank you. 
God, I thank you. You're yeah. faithful. God, I thank you. Your word says those who put their, put their trust in you, we shall never yeah. be disappointed. See, yeah. Pastor Dave's on the front row here. He's got a song in his heart. He's always got a song to sing. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord. Now we're repeating. Our, it's repeated. Repeated? Again. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Unto who? Unto him. It says with Psalms in verse 3. Let's declare this together. For the Lord is a... And a... Above all gods. Now, did you notice that was just what Psalm 145 said? He's a great God. He's a great king. Come on. That makes us royalty. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords. I'll just read through these next few verses briefly because I just couldn't not. I I love them too. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his. Well, he made that too. His hand formed the dry land. We look out, it's springtime. We're so happy we're seeing some flowers coming up here in South Dakota. God made that. He formed that dry land. He gave us the seasons. He gave us that green grass. Some of you can't wait to get out and golf. The strength of the hills are his. Come, let us worship. We want to bow down. This is another thing, just. Just things on my heart. But when I first, well, the church I grew up in, we, we knelt a lot. We would kneel a lot. And I think it's something we don't want to get away from. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. We want to kneel before him. We want to bow before him. He is, our, he is our companion. He's our friend, but he's king. And he's God. And it says, come, let us worship and bow down. There's times you just want to kneel. There's times you want to get on your face. Times I want to get on my face. And it says, kneel before the Lord. Who is he? He's our maker. For he is our God. We're the sheep. We're the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, da 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 da, da, da. I'll quit there. But my um, sisters and I and my sister Cindy and my brother Kevin, anyway, we have a sibling day every year, and um, it used to be like a sister day. Well, anyway, then, so we'd go up to my twin brothers, and whatever sister-in-laws could come, and cousins, and nieces, and then all of a sudden I was like, Kevin was the only sibling that wasn't alive. <laughs> so it's like, Kevin, you come too. So now it's sibling day. But anyway, so it's just a 24-hour whirlwind of, of uh, laughter and um, catching up and family. Please make time for family. It's so important to have times together with family. And we always go to, out to eat with this, uh, these relatives of Maureen's, and we laugh, and we run to his favorite store. Anyway, um, my sister, she just is such a decorator. She has such an eye, and her name's Kathleen. And so she, she brought me over to this one part of the store, and, and she found this sheep. It's this big. It's like this heavy sheep. I wouldn't have even looked at it, honestly, but I, I was like, you know what? I love that verse. We're the sh- we are the people and the sheep of his pasture. So I put that big sheep by, the, by my front door by a flower. <laughs> and it reminds me that we're shepherds, yeah? 
and he's the good shepherd. And so if you drive by and you see a big, heavy sheep, <laughs> there's a, it's a, it got a meaning in my heart. So, yes, family, thank you, Lord. Psalm 96, we want to sing, we want to declare, we want to give glory, worship. And God in this verse actually says, I made the heavens. And just, just hang on tight. Just hold on to your seats because when you see this video of, of the heavens, I know we will leave here change. We will, we will never be the same. This says Psalm 96.1. says we're told to sing again. Hallelujah. Sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Say it. A new song. Sing to the Lord. It says everyone, all the earth. You know, um, I've been watching some videos about, I really am not scientific at all, I don't think, am I? I don't think I'm scientific. <laughs> but I'm like watching these videos and all the sounds that, that are praising God even right. in outer space. Oh. And I can't really do it justice to, to say much more than that, but... but, um, but all of nature is praising God. It says, all the earth, sing to him, bless his name, show his salvation. It says, day after day. Not just last week and next week. No, day after day, show forth his salvation. If you want to read it with me, you can. Verse 3, declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. He is to be feared above all gods. And then I, wanna, I want you to notice the last phrase of verse 5 here. It says, for all the gods, this to me, the way this is worded was just so interesting. It goes, all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. <laughs> so all the other gods, they're just idols. They, they, don't have, they don't have a mouth. They don't have ears. They don't have eyes. They don't. They don't have anything. It says, but the Lord made the heavens. Yeah. yeah. Honor and majesty are before him. Come on, just receive this tonight. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary right here. Yeah. His strength yeah. for anyone here. Let the weak say, I am strong. strong. And he takes beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. I needed that oil today. Sometimes we need oil just to... Heal us, heal our wounds, and heal our sorrows. It says strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. What are we focusing on? You know, it just depends. Just get your focus tonight on his power. Get your focus tonight on his greatness. And then it just goes on. Give to the Lord. Give, give him the glory. It says, oh, oh, kindreds of people. In other words, everyone, every nation, give to the Lord the, the glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering. Come into his courts. And then that last verse says, oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. So a great God deserves great praise. Amen? One writer said there's no chorus too loud. There's no orchestra too loud, large. There is no psalm too lofty for the louding of the Lord of hosts. Amen? Amen. Okay. I'm asking God that you can catch the anointing. I want to listen to a song. It's a video song. This isn't the one I've been talking about. This, but this, this, I can't get away from this song. And it, it's called Greet Is Our God. I, I don't know if anyone's heard it before. But let's play that right now. It starts out, it says, come let us praise him. Amen.
we might want to work with some lights here. And this
through his son our salvation was bought all about mercy with mercy and all grace. about his grace yes thank you lord thank you lord you're an awesome god you're a great god don't you just love it we get to declare his greatness we can declare his glory psalm 147 then it segues into the stars do any of you go out at night and watch the stars? We can turn the lights back on just for a couple minutes here. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't used to like looking at the skies. It was too unknown for me. I had too much fear in my life. But it's amazing now that we can go out and look at the stars. And we can look at the skies. And can we, we can watch the cloud formations. And stand in awe. Great is our God. Psalm 147. Verse 1 through 5 says, Your God counts the stars and he names them. That is a mind blow. (laughs) Praise ye the Lord, for it is good. Do we see a theme here tonight in the word? To sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and it is appropriate. For the Lord builds up Jerusalem. That's us. We're built up tonight. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel somewhere. He found us and we fit in. We belong to him. Let's claim this tonight. He heals the broken in heart and he binds up their wounds. And isn't it interesting? It can go from a broken heart and having God bind up our wounds to the fact that God counts the number of the stars. And it says he calls them all by their name. There was a song tonight, and I I had prayed. I was just, not like intercession, but I just hoped and prayed that we would sing He Knows knows Your Name tonight. And sure enough, uh, we sang that. He knows the stars' names. He knows your name. He tells the number of the stars. He calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord uh, and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Say, Say infinite again. Infinite. His understanding is infinite. Infinite is an adjective. It means his understanding, our God, has no end. He is limitless. He is endless in space extent or in size it is impossible to measure or calculate anyone being described as infinite we'll watch a video called indescribable there are no words to describe him he is indescribable he's never ending in one chapter, it talks about the infinite mercy of God. If you feel that you need some mercy and grace tonight, like that song talked about, it's endless. It's limitless. There's no end to his mercy and to his grace. Just a couple more verses here. I love Isaiah 40. God actually, actually says about himself, who can compare to me? He's God. He can say that. And once again, in this chapter... The psalmist says that the stars are named and they are counted. That's awesome. We've been loving, commanding the morning, watching the sunrise. Amen. And uh, knowing that every day, tomorrow morning, God's faithful. The sun is going to rise. 
And tonight the sun is going to set. It's a faithful thing that God has done. You can count on his faithfulness. And I'm going to pick up on at verse 12, Isaiah 40, verse 12. It says, who has measured the waters? You could do a whole sermon on this. I'm just going to touch on it. But who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Come on, put your hand out in front of you. There's the hollow of your hand. God measures the waters of of the earth in the hollow of his hand. It also says he meted out or he measured heaven with a span. Mm, I had that in another note, but I can't remember exactly how that's described. But anyway, basically, okay, yeah, oh, thank you, Jesus, I remember. A span is his, from his pinky (laughs) to his thumb, so he can measure the heavens with his hand. Okay, let's just stick your hand up there. God measures the heaven with his hand, with a span of his hand. Who comprehends the dust of the earth in a measure? He knows the sand of the sea. Every, every granule of sand. He weighs the mountains in a scale and the hills in a balance. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord? Or who, being his counselor, taught him? He's God. He's amazing. Amen. He's infinite. Amen. He's indescribable. Yeah. With whom took he counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? Behold, now just picture, you know, some of you people with water gardens, do you have a, like a bucket? <laughs> we like our buckets. Go water those flowers. It says... The nations are as a drop in a bucket. Oh, thank you, Father. You're so great tonight. We thank you, Lord, no matter what we're facing tonight, Father. We just thank you, Lord, tonight that you've you've helped us to to bring things back into focus. See your greatness and your power and that everything else that was has just been trying to to rob us of our attention is is minimized now in the power of in the power of your glory, Amen. in the power of your presence here, in the, in the enlightenment of your word. Yes. Thank you, Lord. All those things are brought small, yes. and you are enlarged in our focus tonight. We loud you tonight. Yes. Thank you, Lord. It says uh, that those nations are counted as small dust of the balance. Behold, isles means islands. Behold, he takes up the islands as a very little thing. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Let's drop down to verse 18. This is where he's, it says, to whom then will you... This, this is the psalmist saying, then who are you going to compare God to? Right. To, whom, to whom then will you liken God, right. the creator, the maker of all things? Or what likeness will you compare unto him? And then it talks about false gods, but I'm not going to get into that. But let's drop down then to verse 25 and 26. To whom then will you liken me? Or shall I be, or who shall I be equal to, says the Holy One. Oh, I love verse 26. It says, lift up your eyes. I I added in there, look at the skies. Look at the stars tonight. Look at the heavens. Behold, who has created these things. And this creator brings out the host by number. Here again. He's calling the stars to come out. He's calling the hosts, and he, he, 
He knows how many there are. Selah, stop and think about it. He knows how many numbers are on our hair, how many hairs we have. It says, God calls these stars by their names and by the greatness of his might, for he is strong in power, and not one falls. Hallelujah. That is a mighty God. You are amazing, God. You are mighty. Marvelous are your works, O Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 33. uh, Again, we're instructed, everyone say, praise and sing. Praise and sing. And by the word of the Lord, this this, uh, scripture also talks about that the heavens were made and all the hosts were made by the breath of his mouth. Oh, your God is mighty. Your God is able. Come on. Your God is strong. Your God is powerful. Your God is for you. I want to say tonight, I believe this is by prophecy, that you have enough faith. Because Jesus said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, be thou removed. And your God in you will get it taken care of. I feel that I should testify one thing here before... Uh, we close, I'm going to do this verse and then that video. And, but I actually, well, I told you about the um, trip up to the cities, and usually I'm very spoiled by my husband. He carries all the suitcases and does, does the work, and, but it was girl day, and so I was lugging suitcases, and I had a grandson along, and carrying the baby, and of course packages, and a purse, and the diaper bag, and food for the baby, and anyway, my back hurt, when about two or three days later, I don't remember, my back never hurts, and, but I was very um, limited, <laughs> like I, I needed help, and what day was it, Thursday? He came over to the table, and I said, will you lay your hands on me? And I was instantly healed. It was wonderful. (laughs) And I'm saying that to say that there's there's like miracles in the atmosphere because you know uh, Doug's Doug's testimony and others that we don't have time to get into. But Pastor Dave's healing and his health and so there's miraculous potential. It's right here, and healings, and um, whatever you need, that you have enough faith. So let's look at Psalm 33, 1 through 6. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous. Praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with the harp. Sing to him with the psaltery. Praise him with the instruments. Sing to him a new song. We do that here a lot. Play skillfully, it says, with a... All right. For the word of the Lord is right. All his works are done in truth. He loves righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of his goodness. Come on, let's look around at the earth and see his goodness. Let's look around at the earth and see how loving people can be and how kind God is and see the goodness of the Lord. And verse 6 says, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. So we are going to take over seven minutes right now to look at a video, but it's called Indescribable, and it will bless your socks off. Anybody here got socks on tonight? Hang on to those socks. I'm not wearing socks. (laughs) Yours are already gone. 
Let's go. <laughs> They're gone. Back there. That's awesome. Yeah. But we are here tonight to worship. This is an amazing thought. A God who is indescribable. You say, well, how do you know that? All you have to do is walk outside on a dark night and look up into the sky. And you will know when you look up that this God we're worshiping tonight is beyond our wildest dream. The scripture says, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. The starry host by the breath of his mouth. We live in a little subdivision in the universe called the Milky Way Galaxy. In case you didn't know, that's where you live. Some of you are thinking you live in Shady Grove. No, you, you're living in the Milky Way Galaxy. That's your subdivision in the universe, a very big universe that we have to use something called a light year to get around in. You say, well, what's a light year? Well, that's how fast light travels in one year. And we know it's flying 186,000 miles a second. So if light goes 186,000 miles a second for a whole year, it goes 5.88 trillion miles in a year. And that's the measurement or one of the main measurements we use to get around in the universe that God has created. That's how big it is. The foot, not going to help you in God's universe. The yard of no value to you whatsoever in God's universe. The mile, insignificant. The kilometer, Matt, uh, not going to help you uh, getting around in God's universe. We have to use a ruler that is 5.88 trillion miles long to measure things in God's universe. And our home subdivision, the Milky Way galaxy, just came into being. It, cons it's con it consists of billions of stars, just our subdivision, the Milky Way galaxy. Not hundreds, not millions, not hundreds of millions, billions of stars in our home subdivision, the Milky Way galaxy. And scientists say that there are hundreds of billions of other subdivisions and galaxies in the known universe. This shot is where we live. It's a little snapshot of the Milky Way galaxy. If you zoom into this star-forming region, you see something pretty amazing. This particular shot is a close-up of a star-forming region in our subdivision taken by a friend of ours named Dr. David Block, who's an astronomer down at Witts University in Johannesburg, South Africa. And we were down there a few months ago, and he was telling us that if we were to count the billions of stars in the Milky Way galaxy, one star per second... So if we just started with any one of these, I don't know which one you want to pick. Um, let's just start with this one right here. And we, because I can reach it. And we start one, two, three, four, five. That looks like one, but I'm close enough to see it's two that are close together. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Let's go back over here. Twelve. You're like, oh, please don't count them all. If we counted all the stars in our subdivision, one per second, it would take 2,500 years just to count the stars in the Milky Way galaxy. And God says about himself, you, you, you want to know how the universe is telling us that God is big? Through the prophet Isaiah, he says, to whom will you compare me? And who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift your eyes to the heavens. Who created all of these. And then he answers for himself. The one who leads forth the starry host one by one and calls them each by name. Because of his mighty strength and great power, not one of them is missing. If you want to get a glimpse of it, here's a composite shot of our subdivision. 
the Milky Way galaxy. It's taken by com combining hundreds of thousands of photographs. Uh, obviously, we haven't managed to get outside of the Milky Way galaxy to take a picture of it, but um, NASA folks are pretty sure that's what it looks like. It has a, a barred nucleus. It's a barred spiral galaxy. And you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's 100,000 light years across. So if you want to go visit your neighbors on the other side of the subdivision, you just have to go 186,000 miles a second for 100,000 years, and boom, you're at their house. Um, <laughs> in our little neighborhood home called the Milky Way Galaxy, you say, well, where are we? I'm, I'm looking for us on there. You know, we, we got to be right in the center, obviously. I'm sure we're right in that, right there in that middle. No, we, believe it or not, we're not even in the center of our own subdivision, okay? So affirming again tonight, it's not about you and it's not about me. We don't even live in the center of our own subdivision and you don't want to live in the center of the subdivision because it's scary in the center of the subdivision. We, you say, well, where do we live? Well, we live way out between a couple of the spiral arms. You don't want to live in there either because that's dangerous territory inside the bands. We live in that little clear zone between a couple of the bands, about two-thirds of the way out. We're living somewhere about there. And you're, you're like, well, I don't, I don't see me. No, because we couldn't put a mark on the diagram that you could see that would be the right relative size to our solar system. You know, that's our little cul-de-sac in the subdivision that we couldn't even put our solar system on here in relative size to the Milky Way galaxy for you to see. It's that small inside the Milky Way galaxy. Scientists say our solar system is the size of a quarter and the Milky Way galaxy is the size of the North American continent. So our whole solar system is a quarter in the size of an area as big as the North American continent. We're not that consequential in our own subdivision called the Milky Way galaxy. And somewhere in there is a star, one of these billions of stars. It's not the biggest, the baddest, the brightest. It's just one of the stars of the billions of stars. We call it the sun and around it tonight are orbiting these balls, one of which is called Earth. It's our home. That's you and me. No, I'm not trying to make you feel small. I'm trying to help you see that you are small. But it's significant insignificance. Because as tiny as we are, we are known and prized by majesty who sent for us and loves us and knows us even though we are teeny tiny little bitty people on a little bitty speck floating through the vast cosmos that he has made. Just like he could name every star as he called them into being and put them in their places. He could start in this building tonight all the way up in the top with you right there. And he could call you by your name and he could move to you and call you by your name and you by your name. And the great creator of all the heavens and the earth could move through this auditorium and call every single person in this building by name tonight. He knows us and is aware of us and loves us and has come to invite us into a relationship with him that will never ever end behold what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that we could be called the children of God Amen.
I'd like, I have a picture of how to close. Isn't he awesome? You're indescribable, Lord. God so loved the world. So I just have this picture of reading, put, if you'd put up Jeremiah 32, 17. God is greater than anything you face. Any problem you have. And I'd like to read this verse, and then if we could replay that song, Great is Our God. And we're finishing early tonight, but if we could replay that, and if you could just sit there for part of the song, or just a a little bit of it, and just have some time with you and God, and give him anything that, that is on your heart, anything you're concerned about, um, any request, any burden, any loved one. So this verse, I'm echoing, but this verse says that I am the Lord. Excuse me, let me read it from here. Ah, Lord God, behold... You have made the heaven and the earth, yes, and by thy power and stretched out arm, there is, say it with me, nothing too hard for thee. Thank you, Father. I'm going to close in a short prayer. You can play that song, and, and would that be okay if you just have a little time, you and God time? Thank you, Father. You do amaze us. We recognize again tonight your greatness, your power, your glory. We thank you, Lord, that there's nothing too hard for you. you. We thank you for moving in your greatness. And we laud you and we exalt you. We extol you as the great one. We love you. We pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Everyone said amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.